0: this is the unadulterated word of god coming to you from savannah ministries we build up believers unto maturity we raise ministers for the end time harvest we preach the word of god with signs and wonders following and we use the word of god to meet the needs of mankind You know, I, I was so excited when um, Rev was talking, uh, I think Dr., um, Rev and Tokula started talking about it, mindset, and Rev was emphasizing again on it. And it's one of the primary things that God wants to change in our lives. It's one of the major things that God wants to get to change in our lives. Uh, the, one of the basics of Christianity is that God has something he wants to offer you. He has something. Jesus said, I have come that you might have. I have come that you might have. Christianity is an advantage. It's not a disadvantage. Christianity is an advantage. You say, for God so loved that he gave. So God in your life or your Christianity is a plus. It's not a minus. It's a plus. And beyond that, it's not even the plus that is defined by the world. No. This plus is a plus of perpetual victory where there is no failure. It's a life of total victory. You know, the world tries, a worldly person starts a business and hopes that it will work. For the Christian, that is not it. The Christian starts out with victory already. It's not a guesswork. It's reality. We have entered reality. We are not guessing. And one of the things that gives certainty to Christianity is an understanding of the blood covenant. Amen. Uh, That understanding of the blood covenant gives that certainty. And hopefully we'll be able to do some justice to it. Amen. And you see, um, for that mindset, let me just, that's not my topic, but let me just enter a little bit into it. The Christ- Christianity, what Christianity offers The possibilities, the span of possibilities that Christianity offers Is found in the Bible, not in the world Amen there is, there is a system that the world offers That is, it looks good and it looks okay But it is not sufficient based on Christianity For instance, in the world, if a young man, is a young guy is sick, has maybe cancer, Right? The best the world can offer him, they try to treat him. If he's not treatable, they will say, "Okay, what is his wish?" He said, "His best player in the world is CR7." Then they go and look for CR7 to come and visit him, and he snaps picture and he dies happily. That is an offer, but it's not sufficient. And so it's important that when we talk about mindset, you you what you are checking is the possibilities that is that is in, in the scriptures. That's how. That's why camp meet is important. Because when you sit here, one of the things that is happening to you is that your mindset is being changed. God is bombarding you with truths. Consistent truths. Truths that are consistent with his word. He's bombarding your mind. And faith comes by hearing. You know, one of the things about um, belief is that man is a believing being. Okay, let me explain it this way. You know, it's easy to think that if something is true, then people should believe it. That's not thats not it. That's not how man is, is designed. Man is designed to believe what he consistently hears. Whether it's true or not. The gospel is true. But it's not everybody that comes across it that believes it. Hello? Yeah? That's why they call some people, they brainwash people. What? There are people that believe absolutely what you think is completely wrong. Yeah, absolutely. They believe it absolutely. They will stake their life on it. But you believe that you, you know that this thing is wrong. It is that consistently they've heard that thing. That's how you brainwash people. So it is that consistency of hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Faith is a byproduct of hearing. Just like sawdust is a byproduct of woodwork. Nobody, you can't meet a person and say, what do you do in life? You say, I I produce sawdust. No. Nobody does that. It's a byproduct. So many times believers are looking for faith. You don't look for faith. It's a byproduct of staying in the world. It's a byproduct. It's a natural byproduct of staying in the world. So you see a lot of Christians, they make it look as if it's so confusing. I'm, I'm trying to get faith. It's a byproduct to stay. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, um, I mean, almost uh, how many speakers now I talked about? You come to camp meeting, you are outside talking. Faith is a byproduct of staying with it. As you stay with it, it becomes that reality. It becomes your reality. Amen. Let me give you one quick illustration. Are you ready for this illustration? We're going to use these air conditioners as illustration. Can you imagine that? <laughs> what is on this, on this AC right now? How many of you can see it? 18, right? 18 degrees centigrade. Now, imagine if somebody walks into this room now and has a thermometer. What do you think is the temperature right now? Normal? Huh? 25, 30, right? And the person comes and sees this thing at 18. Say, says, ah, no, Dr. Nuga. Today's temperature is 30. He now adjusts this thing to 30. <laughs> Calm down, oh. This AC is your heart. This 18 is God's word set for you. The word of God, 18 degrees centigrade, says, you are the healed of the Lord. The outside temperature... Says your body is telling you There is sickness What are you going to do Are you going to use your own setting To adjust God's word Or are you going to use God's word To adjust your setting Now listen The key to it Is that when you turn on this AC Keep the setting at 18 degrees Inside of this engine Is the ability To cause the external to align with it You didn't hear It's English too much Inside, he said out of your heart you bring forth. Inside of this AC is the ability. All you need to just keep the setting there. Don't change it. If God says that you are prosperous, keep the setting in your heart. Keep it in your heart. Keep it in your heart. It has in itself the ability to produce. That's what talks about. Yeah, if you want to shout, shout. Welcome, sir. It's to keep that setting there. You keep it. You keep it. You keep looking at the word. And that's why, you know, um, when Dr. Nuga was teaching, um, um, it was two days back, right? I was listening. Why on the computer It's well? (laughs) I had to listen to Dr. Nuga. She is still and is my favorite preacher. Let's celebrate her. She is. We had a we invited her for one of our platforms and it was such was such a beautiful and awesome awesome meeting. Thank you, ma. And you see her testimony is what she was saying, right? That she stayed with the word. The thought came, she stayed with the word. Out of the abundance of the heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. It means it's easy for us to judge where your faith is. You know, it's easy to speak Christianese. You know, Christianese when we are all in church, everybody talk, brother, everybody normal, normal. Where you will really know human beings is when maybe in the market. They say everything is going. Yeah, I don't know. Say, ah, my sister now. So, Chris is the Christian, my. I don't know. Everything is going upside down. Ah, believer, believer. that's. But you know the thing about it. in the New Testament. Can I can I shock you a bit? There is no difference between that word you said sitting down in the market and the word you said in the church because you are the temple of God. It carries equal weight. Amen. Okay, let's do blood protocol now. (laughs) Hebrews 8. Okay, I've I've not reached the verse. Relax first. (laughs) get <laughs> there. Hebrews 8 verse 1. <laughs> Glory! <laughs> Glory to God. Christianity offers us the best possibilities in life. Christianity is the best thing that has ever happened to us. Hallelujah. You don't need to get excited about this Christianity. Oh, it gives you the best possibility. And you see, in Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews begin to capture the essence of Christianity, to tell us that the Old Testament was good. But guess what? We have come to something that is better, established upon better promises. And then it begins to capture the essence of every religion. So you see from verse 1 to 2, it talks about the high priest. From verse 3 to 6, it talks about a sacrifice. That a, a, a priest, a high priest must have something to offer. must have a sacrifice. Then from verse 6 to 9, it begins to talk about the covenants of promise or the agreements. That this our covenant is established upon better promises. These three things, the high priest, the sacrifice... And the covenant of promise Is the basis of every religion Every religion has a form of priesthood Has a system Of sacrifice And has a covenant of agreement The covenant of agreement Let me just go to that one Is the possibility that the religion offers There are some religion That if you die (laughs) Okay we are on YouTube (laughs) I have to say something. If you die, it is the will of God. They are going to bury the person. Nobody thinks can we raise the dead? Yeah, It's the possibility you are talking about? Nobody, it, 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 there's no possibility in that religion. It's the will of God. There's no possibility. It is locked. Their agreement, their covenant of agreement does not allow. There's no allocation for that. The only religion that has the possibility that God should just raise the dead. Hey! Paul why should you think a thing impossible that God should raise the dead? The only religion that has the possibility of suddenness in your life. You know, yesterday, Pastor TB Peter was talking about alerts. You know, some people, you know, some, some people actually come from those old mindset, old religion, and think, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it will not work. That is not our possibility. Ah, in our possibility there is sudden money. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, miracle money. Science cannot offer that possibility. Other religions tell you that there is a caste system. You know caste system, caste, caste, whatever you want to call It's that if you are born a low caste, your, that is, your life has finished. That is where you, there is nothing you can do about it. Oh, but Christianity. Says, the wind blew it where it listed. You hear the sound thereof. But you don't know where it is coming from or where it is going to. So, is everyone that is born of the Spirit. It means, if you are born again, they cannot localize you. Hiya! Hey, Kabalaka! It doesn't matter the school you went to, sir. It doesn't matter where... No, no, no. They can, you cannot be localized. The wind, blow it. Where it's listed. You can go where you want to go. It doesn't matter your school education. Are you hearing me? It doesn't matter where... Your background does not matter. In this New Testament... Have you heard of Peter Daniels? There were people that did not go to school. The wind blow it where it listed. Some had their possibilities. There are some of those covenants of agreement that they are not sure of tomorrow, and they sing songs like "Who knows tomorrow?" Oh, but we know that they're part of the Josa. Hey! Hey! The part of the just it has a shining light, it gets better and better and better. It doesn't matter. COVID 19. That's how you keep your settings, sir. Huh? You look at how the air wants to go. Your setting. My setting. You go to that secret place. You put God's word before you. This is my setting. It gets better only. This year has to be better than last year. Masha, talaba. This year has to be better than last year. In the name of Jesus. Sir. The mechanism for its fulfillment is beyond your knowledge. But it's going to be fulfilled. There's a setting. You keep that setting, sir. You know, I remember... Um, some, some, yeah, was like two years back when I got a scholarship, worth plenty money. And I wasn't going to be released. I mean, twice applied, they so said I should go and sit down. No. <laughs> I should not bother at this rank to go anywhere. <laughs> but guess what? I woke up one day. Put God's word in my mouth. He has shown me his marvelous kindness in a strong city. I kept that word in front of me. I was on my bed, sir. Cobra Tasha In between, he has shown me his marvelous kindness in a strong city. One hour, Kapasata. Two hours, Seprakata. Four, Marakata. I didn't, go, I didn't, I didn't leave that bed. Seven hours, I was talking in tongues and quoting that scripture. By the time you go to the eighth hour. When I said that he has shown me his marvelous kindness, the word strong could not come out of my mouth sir. I tried, it couldn't. It was no longer a strong city. It could not come out of my mouth. All things, all things are possible. Hey yeah, I say all things are possible. Things are possible. You know one of the things I, I, I would like to leave you with is the possibility that we have in this Christianity? It, it, it don't don't compare it to what the world has. We have it says as soon as Zion be, He said, Have you seen a place where a nation shall be born in a day? One of the things that we have in this scripture, in this testament, is accelerated progress. So a man doesn't have to wait ten years for things to change. You can look at your life and say we are going to change it, and you are not. You are the one that will dictate the pace. Yeah, that, that one did not fly. I say you are the one that will dictate the pace. It's not a prophecy. I'm telling you, you are the one that will, you look at it and say, look, we're going to change things. We're going to change the financials, our financial standards. We'll move it up. And you, you know you are going to do it. They asked Bishop Edipo, are you surprised that you got to where you are? He said, no, I will be surprised if we're not where we are. It's not just work. He said, I'll be surprised if we are not where we are. Sir, we have victory. You cannot you this you cannot be kept under. This new you cannot be kept under. I've never entered my message. (laughs) Thank you, Lord Jesus. So Hebrews 8 begins to capture the priesthood, and what is the essence of the priesthood? The essence of the priesthood is for infirmities. Amen. The essence of priesthood is infirmity. What is infirmity? It is that a man finds himself on Planet Earth. He is limited in his mind, will and emotions. Every person that finds himself on Planet Earth, he can't change the weather. I'm talking about every person, not a believer. Just We'll get to the believer. Are we, are we together? He, he he can't change the mind of other people. Those are infirmities. There are limitations. Or oh, you don't agree with me? You should be able to change the mind of other people. You watch it in Nollywood. They change the mind of people. The woman goes to somewhere to change the mind of her husband towards her. You that are looking at me as if it's not possible now... You'll be telling somebody sitting beside you... That because she has done some sacrifice now... Her husband will start liking her... Right? Yeah. welcome sir... Let's celebrate So, you know it's possible... Now, you see, this is very important... Because a lot of Christians don't think it's possible... And the moment you don't realize that it's possible to change the minds of other human beings... Right... Ah, there's a problem. There is going to be a sense of limitation in your ability. There will be a sense of fear because now you are hoping that people will like you enough to help you. In first Corinthians 10, verse 13. Okay. Uh, 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 <laughs> no, second Corinthians 10. That is your glory now, has <laughs> spoiled. Let me check. I want to be sure of the scripture. I I wasn't planning to say this, so let me just be sure. Okay. Ah, I could look at you. There's still time. All right. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just a minute. I'm, I'm checking something. Oh si Okay, somebody help me. The scripture that says um hmm. What do you say now? I'll remember it. Okay. Now um what am I talking about? I'm talking about the fact that are you there? Don't worry, I remember it. I'm a professional. I've been doing this for a long time. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, our infirmities. Now, one of those infirmities, right, is a limitation of the mind, is limitation of the will, is limitation of the emotions. It means that the man has limitation for his own mind, too. There are some things that he wants to understand is beyond him. Amen. He has to be in his own will. There are some things that he wants to do. But. He has tried. And tried. But is not able to do. How I many of you have experienced this like that? Okay. Everybody here. The people that their hands are not up. Everything you want to do. You have been doing it. <laughs> So those limitations are for general people. Are you with me? Are you following me? Those limitations are the things that a man finds himself in. Now, so I now said that one of the things, one of the limitations is, now, the limitations are two ways. Within yourself and among other people. That means that you can, you want to change how people perceive you. You want to change, uh, yeah, you can. That's why Paul said that the weapons of our warfare, that's the scripture I was looking for. I told you I'll find it. (laughs) The weapons of our warfare, They are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. To what? Of strongholds. Now, he was not talking about strongholds in his own mind. If you read the context, the Corinthian church, he had quarrel with them. Because they were disrespecting him. Long story short. He now says that the weapons of our warfare, they are mighty through God. To the pulling down of strongholds. We are able to bring captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now, follow me carefully. Now, what he's saying is that, you see, witchcraft, witchcraft tries to change the will of people outside of God's word. Amen. In Christianity, you align people's will to God's purpose. That's what it means by bringing every thought to obedience to Christ. In Galatians 4.19, Paul had the same problem with the Galatian church. He now says something. He says, my little children, in whom I travail again in bed, until Christ be formed in you. Amen. You know, we use that scripture of so many for prayer. Are, are we together? Are you still with me? Or oh, you have gone on vacation? Okay. <laughs> I'm just checking. I digress. This is digression. In Galatians 4.19, Paul said, I travel again in bed until the crystals be formed in you. That Christ be formed in them. If you read the context, it was that Paul said, At one point, you guys were ready to give me your eyes. They so loved Paul. Then all of a sudden, some people came and talked to them. And then they started changing their mind about Paul. What was Paul going to do? Talk to them physically? No. He said, I'm going to travel again in bed until Christ... That Christ is not Jesus. Are you with me? Oh, this will help you. That Christ is not Jesus. That Christ is the logos of God. It's how they are supposed to think about the anointed. How they are supposed to think about the anointed. He was going to travel again in breath until they begin to think the way they are supposed to think about the anointed. You see, this allocation of possibility in Christianity, you have to know it. If not, there will be a degree of beggarliness in your Christianity. I've now walked a boat that doesn't like me. You see now some people say, eh is it not the person's choice? You see, you, see the, you see the cocks of the preaching. For thou o Lord, will bless the righteous. With favour, shall thou surround him as with a shield? Nobody should come across you and not like you. He said, "The weapons of our warfare they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God." That means that we have weapons of warfare. But guess what? Those weapons of warfare they are mighty through God. It means that whatever you want to change in a person's mind has to be edited by God. It has is mighty. That means you cannot say somebody's husband, you now look and say, Thank God, I'm gonna say we can change people's mind. In the name of Jesus. (laughs) Favor. I'm surrounded by favor. You are now my husband. I will have what I say. I have I have what I say. (laughs) The weapons of warfare, they are mighty through God. As you are saying that, it's going to pass through God. And it will be filtered It's witchcraft That does it outside of God Christianity is filtered through God's word That means That You can pray For that your husband For those your children And align their brain That You will lock them in You know that many ministers, that are, they locked in. Jesse Duplantis, the mother prayed and locked him in. That mean, they, they locked him in. There was nothing he could do. You see why I'm, I'm teaching this? It's so that you know that there's an allocation like that. Amen. That was digression. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank Lord. So, the the priesthood, the whole of the idea of the priesthood was because of the limitations of man. So, there is, there is, there is, and you see, one of the things, one of the things, are you still with me? Are you still with me? One of the important things in Christianity is to differentiate the commonality among men and spiritual things. Commonality among men. It means that with men, certain things are normal. Certain things are, this is how it is. It doesn't change. That means you can make judgment based on common things among men. Are you with me? Are you with me? Now, if, um, for instance, let me use somebody as example. Look here, my time. Can you come? Yeah, you look like somebody I can use as example. You have to make that differentiation. Because once somebody has not made that differentiation, he does a lot, of, a lot of things will be mixed up. The differentiation between what is common to man. Bible says in First Corinthians that there is no temptation that has come to you, except that which is common to man. There are things that are common to men. Some of the things that are common to men are the things that you know in your natural senses as you, you judge them in your natural senses. For instance, this is a young man. And then we bring, maybe my wife's favorite... Uh, wrestler, John Cena. We put John Cena here. And he said two of them are going to fight. Who do you think we win? <laughs> now, this, your judgment comes from what? The common. The things that are common to men. Now, supposing, as John Cena is standing by Reventocula, this young man, he said, oh, John Cena, is ready to fight? He removes this his shirt. And hangs it in the air, suspended. Now, you see, you you have to be careful to differentiate it. What he has done is that he has introduced something that is outside of the common. He has introduced something into the equation. In Psalm 16, it says that their sorrow shall be multiplied, that seek after another God. It means that there are people that bring a God to the scene of life. Two of you are looking for a job, you can go and sit down. Right? Under normal circumstances, under normal circumstances, the first class guy should win. But this guy this other guy introduces something. The Ecclesiastes in, uh, nine, the philosopher begins to philosophise that the race is not to the swift, the battle is not to the strong. Time and chance happen to them all. Because he realizes that if you are working with the common equation, somebody somewhere can introduce something. And when that thing is introduced, the whole equation scatters. Yeah. And many Christians don't, many Christians, and you know in that place in Ecclesiastes 9, he was saying that the same way that fish are caught in the net, that's how men are caught. It means that the same way that maybe somebody is entered aircraft and the aircraft crash, they say it's pilot error. Then the common person will say, it's like that now, life is like that. And the aircraft. So Exodus said that I have seen an evil under the sun. That is commonality. So when a Christian tells you that I can never die in an accident. Now the person that is looking at you from the commonality. he's thinking of accidents. Life. life, Anything can happen. Which under the sun is true. But when you come out from under the sun. It is not true. In the Bible there are no accidents. In Job 1. They had decided the fate of Job. In heaven. When you come down in that chapter 1. You realize that everything that happened to Job. Could be explained like an accident. He was just walking on the street. they were just walking on the street, then the bandits came and st- Why was it, why was it at that time? You know, they could have started and say, hey, regret, hey, if we had just stayed a little, little bit more, or maybe on that road, we would not have been the one caught. Let me tell you something. This is a trap a lot of Christians walking. They live in regret within, under the sun. Now, see what happens to Joe people. If they had delayed a bit, eh, and escaped that one, they will still catch them. Because it had been settled somewhere. So many things that you are regretting, it's not because you came late. <laughs> yeah. hey. It's not because you came late. mm mm They say, Job, the fire you gutted your whole house. He said, Kai, if we had put a fire protector, you see, what that's what I'm telling you, I'm alive. You have to be safety conscious. Safety conscious. Put electric, something you know, it will catch the thunder. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> it's good. You understand? It's good. It's good, but okay, If a tree falls to the south or to the north, that place that it has fallen, that's where it will remain. Now say Yoruba Riki You know, if you are Yoruba, you understand. It's oriki Yoruba. Okay, I understand a little bit of Yoruba. That's... It's in the Ecclesiastes anyway. (laughs) But it sounds like something, an incantation. Now, so so now you have to make the differentiation of the things that happen in the common and the things that happen outside. So that you are not one of those people that are working within the common and making judgment based on the physical. The reason, the reason for the priesthood the reason for the priesthood is that man recognizes his infirmity, his weaknesses, and says Kai, hi, I cannot I cannot do this. So a priest is supposed to be touched with the feelings of infirmities. What do you mean? A priest is supposed to be able to address infirmities. The priesthood is supposed to address infirmity. The things that you cannot do. You want to start a business, the priesthood addresses address the infirmities. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah. So in Psalm 16, it says, verse 4. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. It says that their sorrows shall be multiplied and seek after another God. It now says their drink offering of blood. Will I not offer, not take up their names on my lips, telling you that the way to call a god into the scene is by blood and by ascribing to the name of that god blood is the access to the realm of the spirit blood is the access to the realm of the spirit and um, well, of course this is um, a bit a bit wide so i'm going to just try to narrow it okay um, if it's if it's possible hallelujah I'll try to narrow it. Thank you, Lord. So now, God now says something in Leviticus 17, verse 11. He said that he has given, that the life of the animal is in his blood. And he has given it upon the altar. As an atonement for the soul, the word atonement means covering. In one sense, in redemption, in teaching of redemption, we'd rather say that the sins have been covered. But that is um, functionally, what really happens functionally, functionally now is that the sin has been made up for, the inability has been made up for, has been placated. Amen. So the blood. Is what is used to placate for infirmities. When a person gets himself in a fix, the Old Testament guys knew, when you are in a fix, what you need is blood to placate for you. Amen. So now, let me see how we enter into this now. Okay. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. If you read, when, when you see, when you read through the, the, the Bible, one of the things that you realize is that there are different ways and different approaches that people had to life. In Jude 11, he talks about the way of Cain, the error of Balaam. Now, the way of Cain is is the way of a person that doesn't understand anything about blood. Cain had an approach to life. Cain's approach to life was to do to do his best. Amen. Yeah, he he just did what what came to him. Are you following me? And listen carefully. This will help you. He just he just did his best. I mean, what what he thought was his best, he just did it. And the way that same way of Cain was replicated in Esau. Esau just did his best in life. You know, in, in Genesis 4, God began to talk to Cain. He said, If thou doest well. Hmm? Yeah. If you do well, because what, what was happening was that Cain saw that he was doing all he can do in this life, but the things things were not just moving the way they should move. And sometimes a person you can be born again. And not understand the way, the design of God. Now, let me just shock into it because of time. Are we together? This, <laughs> this is what Paul said in 1 Corinthians. He says, when I came to you, chapter 2, he said, I came to you. I came not with excellency of speech, nor of wisdom, declaring unto you the counsel of God. He said, for I determined not to know anything among you. Except Jesus Christ. Like I said, I'm shocking you into it because of time. Except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Okay? Now, if you look at the life of Paul, are we together? He said, when I came to the Corinthian church, let's just say for a marketer now, a person in the business world, right? When I came to Abuja, I have excellency of speech. I have wisdom. Now, make no mistake, Paul was excellent in speech and wisdom. Excellent, he had it. But what he was saying is that when I came to Abuja, I now looked, why Why will I prosper in Abuja? Is it because I have everything together? I got it together? Or because there is a force, there is a blood that is speaking for me? Now, notice what Paul said. I determine not to know anything. It's a determination. It's a determination because it's easy. It's easy to try. You know, I, I, have, I, have, a, I have a, and you know the. If you want to, it's not just in saying it. The proof of this, right, is essentially a person. A proof of a person that depends on God is found in prayer. The person that prays. Yeah, you are not saying Amen. In the book of John, Nicodemus came to Jesus and said, No man can do these things that you do, except God be with him. Do you know it was true? Now listen, he said no man can do these things that you do. There are some things that Jesus was doing that was not common. Now the problem many times is that Christians want to do the uncommon things without subscribing to the God that supplies the uncommon so they say, I know, I'm trying, I'm, 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 I'm going to take over, I'm going to take over. Oh God, it will not work. It will not. Because no man, no man, no man. You know what, what, you know what Joseph said in front of Pharaoh? He said, it is not in me. You see, there are two extremes. There's one that will sing, I cannot do without you. I cannot do without you. And stops there. That person is in trouble. You're not following this. Are you following me? You see, eh? The Christianity. He said we have this treasure in 18 vessels. You need to understand. Like Joseph said, he said it is not in me. Now that it is not in me doesn't mean that I cannot do without God. It means that I it is not in me, but I have access to it. Oh. Hey! It has landed now. This is where you should be happy about this message. It is not in me, but I have access to it. That is the basis where a man enters the place of prayer. He knows, like Daniel. They say the king's instruction is heavy. We are going to kill anybody that cannot give the the interpretation of the dream. Daniel say, give us time. At that moment, he didn't know it. No, he didn't know the dream, the interpretation at that moment. But guess what he knows? I can get it. I can get it. I can get it. I can. With men, it is impossible. But not with God. When you join forces with God, nothing is impossible to you. The essence of the priesthood is that a man comes to his wit's end. And knows that there is access to somewhere you can subscribe to. Solomon woke up one day and found himself king among very wise people called the Jews. They will move you out in two days if you are not sharp as a king among those Jews. And when God showed up he said, you have made me a king among such great a people. Oh God, I need wisdom. It was not in him. But he knew you could access it. When people get to a place where they are closed in, they know if you if, if you know the Moabite king in 2nd Kings Was a very interesting man He knew how to operate within the common And then knew how to break out of it You know break? Are you with me? It's because the laws of the common are, a, are, are crosswise to the laws of the uncommon The Moabite king was you know, fighting Sent his special forces He couldn't break through Sent 700 special forces couldn't break through Now in the common What should you do? You should look for, maybe mercenaries, hire more men. Hire more men. But guess what? This guy did something that did not relate to what was going on. I'm sure his son will say, what has my death got? <laughs> what is going on here? But we said that when the battle, when this king of Moab saw that the battle was too sore for him, it was a difficult thing. He knew it was time to break out and subscribe to the spirituals. You have to pay your subscription. (laughs) You have to pay your subscription. You subscribe to the spiritual. You subscribe. That's what Solomon did. He subscribed to the spiritual. Now understand this. And this is part of the thing. Solomon gave a thousand bond offering. What did that that do to him? It affected his mind, his will, and his emotion. It augmented it. It atoned for it. It broke the limitation of his mind, his will, and his emotions. You know the thing about subscribing to the realm of the spirit? Is that the beautiful thing about it... Is that it has the ability to change you. Hey uh, It can reconfigure you. Like people knew you like this. And you subscribe to the realm of the spirit. They knew you. That you were weak. You were, you were, you couldn't, you couldn't raise your voice. You know, you're just that quiet, small dude somewhere quiet every day. But when you subscribe to the realm of the spirit, something comes upon your mind. Something comes upon your emotions. something. See, Solomon did not go to Harvard. No, no, no. It was that light broke forth. So that when he turns and sees the ant, he's gaining insight. You are looking at two ants. You are saying, ah, this is nice. But Solomon is saying, ah, they gathered their food in winter. So that they will not starve in summer. Ah, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is good. They get out in summer so they will not starve in winter rather. Someone is seeing wisdom. That's light. That's light. He's seeing the same thing that other people are seeing, but he's gaining something different. That light comes from God. It comes from God. It comes from God. That light. It's one of the things that happens when you subscribe to the spirituals. If you're a student, for instance, ah, when you subscribe to the spirituals, there is surpassing intelligence. Do you know it is there? The the, the, Daniel and those guys—they were ten times better. There's an allocation for it. There is. There is. Ah, there is. Well, somebody will read for ten hours. You will come and read for one hour. You know more than that person. It's light. You look at the circumstances of life, the way you appraise life. You know, you know, we are, we are all at different levels of light. Do you agree with that? There are some of you that are sitting there, you know one of your cousin, that the way your cousin is living his life, you, you know that he's going to get into trouble. You you, I can't he see that the way, you know, he doesn't go to school, doesn't do, the, you, can't he see? You, you are seeing. He's not seeing why the light but guess what even that your light can be enhanced if you are operating a certain light you just be looking at the whole of Abuja ah Abuja hey it's Abuja what are we going to do but if that light get enhanced it will be bread for you it will be it will be bread for you oh somebody shout glory to God Come and give God a chance. Glory to God. Thank you Lord Jesus. Oh hallelujah. So one of the things that God did. Was. To use. um, The the blood covenant. It was. God had to limit it to. What is called a a blood protocol. Amen. The thief part of me wanted to come out <laughs> I'm not use <thieves>, my wife <laughs> So so God limited, limited it to what is called The blood protocol That means that there is a system You cannot just carry a goat And just kill it anywhere No, it has been given upon the altar There is a system It is not. You cannot just do it anyway it is limited to a system. And that system gives it a character. It gives it a certainty. And it gives it a token. I want to call it blood token. I will make an attempt to explain it. <laughs> if I don't, then in the evening I might enter into a bit. I have a different message in the evening, but let's see how it goes. Certainty. You know, many Christians are not sure of certain things. I was in our our office one time. Let me not give too much details. And then there some of our senior colleagues that were with us. And then one of them, there were four of them plus me. I was the most junior. Then one of one of them among the four, they were all mates, was telling the remaining four that the remaining three rather that you guys know now, if I want to become the top man in this service, I will be. He said it matter, you know, matter of fact. He just told them. And I looked into their eyes. The rest were Christians. They could not say the same thing. They could not. There was nothing inside of them that could say the same thing. He was certain. You know, the other side, are diabolic. They are, they are working in an office. Nothing is working in the office. You see, say, I go village. They are certain. Now, I'm not glorifying it. Are you with me? I'm telling you that there is something that you can look... That's why when, I, when I say that in Christianity, you can look at your level and say, I want to move it forward. You know, so people are looking at me and saying, eh, how can someone, you know saying, line on? <laughs> this is part of the certainty. That you can say you, you are sure that you can go in... You know, there are people that... People that know how to enter into the diabolic stuff, right? There's a degree of arrogance that they display in life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They are never early for any business meeting. I've met people like they are, they are arrogant because they know that it's not in all of these things. <laughs> Very arrogant because they know where to enter. Now I'm sounding like a native doctor. <laughs> but Salma, as Christians, we must enter into those places where you are certain of this thing. In Hebrews 6, God began to say, talking to Abraham. That God wanted to show to the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel. He he confirmed it by an oath. For with men, an oath for confirmation is an end of all strife. Or one version say an end of all argument. That means that when there is not just a promise, but an oath, there's no struggle again. The person, ah, okay, it's true. That place of a Christian reaching Bam! Okay, it's true It's what we're talking about, certainty He said an oath for confirmation is to them An end of all strife What is that oath? That oath is in three ways The oath is in authority For instance, if I promise Pastor Joe that I'm going to give him Two million (laughs) dollars For instance (laughs) And Pastor Joe knows, okay, I, 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 I might give in the way I'm talking. I look fresh from UK. It's possible. I have some sort of... It's possible. But if just the two of us talked about it, right, and somehow I I, 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 I am trying to deliberately. and I tell you, Pastor Joe, see if I don't give you that thing, uh, reporting to Rev. Now, what am I doing? He said, for verily men swear by the greater... Now notice this about the greater person. Mm-mm. Because that greater can be a person, it can be a concept. So if I say, ah, no, see, I'm telling you, if I don't, you do just tell Now because it's, many times, right, I have given the blood upon the altar. It is contextual. Now listen, what I mean. it is, the protocol is contextual. Let me, ask, okay, let me give you one low one. One low one is, as you are growing up in your house, if I collect your mist today, you collect my meat tomorrow. If I collect your meat today and I say, mm, if I don't give you tomorrow, let Thunder fire me. When we are growing up, all of us, we are afraid of Thunder. So I will, in context, in that context, I say, okay, it's true. That's an oath. I will agree that's an oath. So I will know that, okay, you will give me your meat. Now, when we grow a little bit to older age, we now realize that na lie. Thunder know they fire anybody. <laughs> so when you say, if I don't give you my meat, let Thunder fire me, you say, na lie? Na lie. <laughs> you have to go higher. So, the oath is contextual. Are you with me? It means that it has to, it works between the parties that understand it. You see, in Genesis 15, when, one of the things, so you see, for verily men swear by the greater. It was not God that started the covenant of blood. Mm, yeah. God saw men using it. He now decided to use it. Just leave that just there. Yes, okay. Because he knew that it worked for men. Men used to do covenant among themselves. You can go and investigate that one later. I don't have time. <laughs> God used it because Abraham was used to it. So in Genesis fifteen, Abraham did something. God came to Abraham and gave him plenty promises. I am your seal. There is a great reward. I'll give you the land. Abraham now say, How shall I know? Immediately God said, Take for me a high fire. Take for me a turtle dove. The element of the covenant, he cut it into two. Now what happened in that Genesis fifteen was that as Abraham waited, waited mid of the night. God showed up as a burning incense and smoke. Walked through it. Abraham saw it. He saw God walking through that thing. That changed his perspective. That changed his certainty. Why? Because of concept. He has seen something higher. It's, and this is how the world does it. If a friend takes you to one of those places that they used to do something for to get money. <clears throat> when you enter there, the first thing that they will do is to give you the oath. What is the oath? As you enter there, a snake will just come out. Then disappear. Then come back again. Ha! If you see snake disappear and come back, even you, you agree that the, how much are you even looking for? <laughs> it's called the oath. Are you following me? It, that is what I, it, so the person is sure, ah, I know. Uh, <laughs> how much I see. I went there. The, the, is disappeared. And came back with one leg like this. Hey! it's just 5 million I'm looking for. What is that compared to that? Men swear by the greater. He has seen something greater than that. He has seen something greater than that. That gives him certainty. That's what happened to Abraham. He saw something greater. Say, Kai! Ha! He believed. He believed. So when Paul came in First Corinthians, he says... Because when I'm talking like someone says, so where is our own certainty? He said that your faith should not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. One of the elements that is missing, not, not here, Savannah, we, you see the supernatural every day. <laughs> so, one of the elements that is missing with the general body of Christ, that certainty is, certainty is not there, is because the faith is not resting on the power of God. Oh, one of those eight old saints was talking. they, they, they Ken E. Hagen was giving the story that uh, there was a certain group of people that used to pray. So rain had not fallen for a long time. So they said, let them give, go and give those people. Let them pray. Then the guy was in the barber shop. They said, rain is going to fall. He said, your clothes is outside. I said, forget it. Rain can never fall. I mean, go to his house. Wife said, go and take your clothes. I said, rain can never fall. Ha! Ah, they were sleeping the night. The next thing it began to rain. Those guys knew how to pray and get results immediately. Is when people begin to see, it says that your faith. He said, I came with a demonstration of the spirits and of power. Are you with me? Demonstration of the spirit. You can speak a lot of English for a long time. People will be looking at you until they see the demonstration of the spirit and of power, then they will know for sure. That something has happened. That your boss in your office can be arguing with you until he sees something. An oath for confirmation is an end to all strife. I remember my mom. <laughs> my mom, interesting, interesting woman. You know, she, she, she grew up, she's a Christian. She did try, you understand. She fast, she pray, <laughs> she did try. <laughs> and, but you know, she had learned the ways of the world. And you know, this idea of, you have to be careful, you have to, you know, life is not ordinary, and all of that. And you have to be standing on something. And you know, she, she, she will not say it straight, you know, because she knows that I'm a Christian. That was years, 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 some years back. She will not say it straight, but she will be trying to, you know, you cannot just be like that in this life. Then one day she came from one of my meetings. She saw people flying everywhere, <laughs> people getting healed. From that day. You have the something we are talking about. <laughs> An oath for confirmation. You know, some some, some women, that's the problem. The man say, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. You sit in the house morning tonight, money is not coming. You now say, No, no, you have to bear with me. How long? have to see results. See, let me tell you, as a Christian there, if you are praying and your wife is seeing results, she will be the one say, Ogre, enter that room. Enter that place. Enter and stay there and bring money for us. <laughs> oh, glory to God. An oath for confirmation. It's an end to all strife. It will solve plenty problems with your neighbour. <laughs> Glory to God! It will solve a lot of problems. That's why Paul said I came with the demonstration of the spirit and of power. How we need it! We have too much argument, too much argument. Demonstration of the spirit and of power. Some that's what the world wants to see in the marketplace. In that your office. Now when in that your office you are like Daniel. You are the reservoir of information. They say, they say in Daniel, they say it is an excellent spirit. You have to be that relevant in the marketplace with this anointing. Oh, thank you, Lord. My time is going you now. Character. let's see if we can do this. The, the block protocol. Has a character. The character of the blood protocol, in a quick way, is what you see in marriage. It's a shocking reality. Now, a poor woman... Let's just use woman. I'm not... Stay with me. Don't be gender... wahala. A poor woman suddenly marries a wealthy guy. Do you know that they will shock her into wealth? She has not done anything. That is the character of the covenant. The character of the covenant is that in one moment... You have subscribed to God, you and God have become one. It is so shocking that you have to adjust your mindset that you are not ordinary. You are not like the world though. Ah, you are ex you are one with God. And if we push it further, if we push it further, you see that this is where a lot of Christians say they are, they are they are waiting on God, they are still looking, they don't understand that you have entered into covenant with God. The same way that Abraham was negotiating with God. He had the audacity to negotiate. He was calling the shots. This the, the character. When you know the essence of the covenant for most people in those days was that somebody is getting stronger than you. You just settle with him. Let's cut covenant. At once you guys have become the same. You have the same access to the same thing. Sama, it is a shocking reality. What you are right now in Christ is a shocking reality. I say what you are right now in Christ. It's a shocking reality. You are no longer who you used to be. Somehow you have access now. Glory to God. You can call down the angels. It's a, it's so shocking. You know, the woman can speak for the man now. All of a sudden, she comes out and says, oh, Okay, no, 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 no. What we're gonna do, we're not we not doing this in that house. This is the other house we stay. She didn't contribute one error. Like I said, just um, don't stay sensitive. It can be a man too, you understand? (laughs) She didn't contribute anything. That is what I want to quickly push you into. To understand that you have entered into something. You have entered into an inheritance. You see, Christianity is not we trying to get to God by doing some things. No, the moment you get born again, you enter into an inheritance. You came preloaded with something. ya? I said you came preloaded with something. Glory to God. Is it, when do you get an inheritance? Is it when you die or when the person that's giving you the inheritance dies? It's when the person dies. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus has died. <laughs> you don't have anything? Jesus has died. As you are seated right now, right now, you are in an inheritance. It's a mindset. The Christian is not praying and hoping. You know, in the New Testament, actually, all the promises of God are yes and amen. In prayer, you are not praying to God to do something. Many kids are in that place. They are always praying to God to do something. No, you are not. You are not. The true Christian prayer is God has given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. What you are doing is just you are looking for light to see. That's what you do. That's the truth of God's word. So as you are praying, what you are looking for is that that light I talked about. You want something to break on your inside so that you can see. You can see. All things have been given. It's in the Bible It's in the Bible, it has been given So you're not praying See, when it comes to your prosperity and your healing Oh, I love Jesus One time I was reading the Bible And this this struck me Sama, Do you know that nobody ever came to Jesus And was turned back And Jesus now said Oh, today the keyboard is not played very well So the anointing was not strong enough to heal you Come tomorrow No Nobody came and Jesus said, ah, God is working something in your life. You see, this sickness, there's a lesson God wants to teach you. By the time God finish, you can come next week. And the Bible says that Jesus is the express image of God. There is no need, if you are sick in your body, to be sick one more hour. Ah. No reason. No reason. The same thing for prosperity. The price has been paid. There is no award for suffering, no? You are not, no, you're not going to heaven and say, ah, guy, this award goes to (laughs) the sufferer of the year. Can I tell you something? Let me shock you a little bit. In heaven, there is no record when you buy a new car. Amen. There is no record when you buy an air- uh, aircraft. Because in heaven, the thoughts are the same. If I'm going to move from here to the door, I'll use my leg. If I have a bicycle, it's just the faster. If I have a car, it's just a little bit faster. If I have an aircraft, it's just a little bit faster. There, the concept in heaven, is not like going to buy an aircraft and say, hey! you give me write it. He bought a craft. Ah, he bought a craft. Ah, he bought it. Ah, a... It's we honest. <laughs> you are the one here, on a Preachers are buying a craft. It is a means of transport. It's it, it, it's it's not an issue. Thank you, ma It's not. It's, they're not recording it. It's not recorded. So. On the other side, it also means that you shouldn't be suffering. (laughs) There's no need. Don't suffer. Say, I refuse to suffer. Say again, say, I refuse to suffer. The price has been paid. The price has been paid. Say, the price has been paid. Price has, the price has been paid. 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 Come on, shout! Give a lot of shout. You can summon your feet, shout, shout, shout. The price has been paid. The price has been paid. The price has been paid. It has been paid. I will never be broke another day in my life. Hey! I will never be broke another day in my life. Now listen, listen. Look what like I will explain to you. As you are shouting the price has been paid, and I broke another day. In my it's like that. AC. It's going to condition the environment. Do you know that this earth is under obligation to ensure that you are taken care of? You, you, you know, he said the earth will yield to you to you have partners. The earth is programmed to ensure that you are taken care of. All you need to do, keep the setting. The price has been paid, blood has been shed. I will never be broke another day in my life. The broke days are over. He has anointed my head with oil. My money bag rolls over. My money bag rolls over. The Lord is my shepherd. I do not lack. I do not lack. I do not lack. Somehow, I've seen it work in my life. Years back, all finished from the NDA, you know, for like some months, your name is still in pencil, after I leave Nigerian defense First Academy. So, you're not paying salary. I, they're not paying anything for months. I'll just lie down on that rock carpet. I'll be declaring, the Lord is my shepherd. I don't do luck. The Lord is... I will say it over and over and over and over. What am I doing? Staying with the settings. And then I step out. I'll be talking to a colleague, just normal gist. Sir, God is my witness. As I'm gisting, the person is touching his pocket to give me money. I didn't preach to. Oh. The earth is designed. You cannot fail. Say, I cannot fail. Say, I cannot fail. I cannot, I cannot. In this system, destiny helpers will arise on your behalf. They will come and meet you. When you are confessing like this, destiny helpers will come. Sir, so, we're, we're just like that. My wife and I were in UK. The next thing, somebody came with a great idea about do this, do this, do this. We did that, did that, did that. That's how $10,000 came out. We're just on our own. So it's not even in your own ability. When you are confessing like this, God will arrange people. Look, I say, sir, Moses, have you heard of this idea? And that is all. Let every unbelief die now. I say, let every unbelief die now. Let every unbelief die now. Let every unbelief die now. Tell me, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He has anointed my head with oil. And there is a mighty supply! There's a mighty supply! There's a mighty supply! There's a mighty supply! There's a mighty supply! supply. Come on, shout! There's a mighty supply! Oh, there's a mighty supply! Hey, there's a mighty supply! Glory to God. I don't do broke. I can't remember when last I thought of being broke. I confess this word every day. He has anointed my head with oil. Sama, God is my witness. There is no day money does not enter my account. Not one Nigerian Air Force. There is no day money does not hit my account. God is my witness. Force doesn't give money. Thank you, sir. They don't give me money every day anyways. God is my witness. Even today, as I was staying there, A lot What is my weakness? There is no thing And sometimes I just sitting like this. Bam! One million. Say that's, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Six days. Thank you, sir. Hey! You know, let me just give you a surprise. You know, the last time I was coming to Nigeria, I just remember. You know, I, I sent a seat to Rev. Ah! Kai, thank you, sir. <laughs> the anointed is public property. Use it. I said, they to ref. When I came to Nigeria, the meeting I had, I had the highest honorarium I've ever had in my life. Six digits, of course. That was the first thing. Then somebody called me and said, sir, Kai, hi, hi, this is your ministry. I didn't know people like this, so I want to send a thousand dollars. Send it. <laughs> he sent it. That same week, somebody has called. Sir, I told you I'm going to send a million dollars into your account. I'm sending it right now. Send it. Within one week. Within one week. Why is your face like this now? Rev is here now. Bring your seat. (laughs) The anointing is public property. Do you know what I mean by public? I know my time is up. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm finishing with this. Rev, five minutes, sir. Okay. Five minutes, okay. The anointing is public property. Do you know what is public property? Public property is like the road that you see. The road that you walk on. The road that you drive on. Do you know it is taxpayers' money that they use to make the road? But do you know that there are some people on this life that will never partake of it because they don't have a car. But it is their money, their collective money that they use to make the road. But they will never use it. They are cheated for life. That's why people, they use taxpayer money to make airports But they've never used the airport It is their money But they've never used it When he ascended up on high He gave gifts To men Those gifts are your collective Public property Here on earth Some Use it Hallelujah. Okay, so I didn't use five minutes. Thank God. <laughs> so that I will not be okay. I see the five minutes though. So... <laughs> okay. All right. So let, let me just let me just emphasize on it. So you see, as a Christian, one of the major things you have to learn is secret giving. Secret giving. There are many people. one oh, no go. one no go. They know they so. It's true. (laughs) Then they will not start looking, doing as if God's word is not working. It's secret giving. You on your own, you have to make sure that you are giving. Not to come and announce it. No, you have to know. You have to, you have to, you have to be conscious. There are persons that don't pay tight. They are, they are so collectors. Why are we sober now? Thank you, lucky. You see, you know, some people try to make God look, we don't know what is happening. We have tried everything. It's not true. They have not tried everything. It's not true. God, there is no shadow of turning with Him. It's true. So, you see, somebody has been suffering for long. Meanwhile, see the anointed. You don't need to announce. It. And you know the thing about about to the anointed is that Rev doesn't even know that. He doesn't need to know that you're swing seed to him. I'm telling you, he doesn't need to know. I mean, I, I saw the Kenneco plan. Does he know me? Uh, okay, maybe I don't know, but I don't think <laughs> he doesn't. But I get blessed. I get blessed. Some, see in your life become empirical with giving. You know, empirical program it. Don't, you, you know, you're kind of someone, I thought I came to your house. In your mind, you came to my house. A lot of Christians think they are giving are like that. They think they are giving. But they are not. And you have to be careful with it. Become empirical. That means that every month, there's a special seed you set aside. I can tell you testimony about testimony. For like seven, five years, we we're trying to build one particular house in Abuja. <laughs> we couldn't build it. Then one day I was praying, light, somebody say light. God told me, so special seed every month to Rev. So every month, Rev knows what I'm talking about. So if I'm lying, you come and collect the mic. <laughs> I'm not. So every month, I was saying, do you know, in the space of a few months, we finished that house. Finished that house. Not only finishing that house, not only finishing that house, my wife didn't like the house, so we converted it and rented it out. Didn't like the place. You know, women are the deciders in <laughs> and such matters. So I allow her. But guess what? Out of that testimony, we came out with an ability, and now the house that she wants—we are building it already. Yeah. She wants—it's a duplex. We're almost done. Amen. Costing us about forty million. We're almost done. But what happened? I saw the anointed. As the answer. One time I was talking with Rev. I'll use Rev. My time is 38 minutes. And he said I was going to come to UK. And I just felt, oh, let me just buy a ticket for Rev. I bought a ticket for Rev. That was this year. I came in on Friday. On Saturday, we had a meeting. After the meeting, one young man came and said, Sir, God told me that anytime I come to Nigeria, I'll pay your flight ticket. And instantly... You wire for starters. <laughs> he said, "God told me so from now, anytime you are coming, lift your hands to heaven, speak in other tongues. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Rev. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much, sir. I love you. Thank you, Doctor Nuga. I love you, ma. Thank you so much, sir. Hallelujah." Thank you for listening. Messages are freely available. Visit carusoscloud.com profile slash savannah ministries for download. Or visit www.savannahministries.org for more information.